following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe and I'm your host every Tuesday evening right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial and 1380 on the AM dial. Uh, We are here every Tuesday, 6 to 7 p.m. And we talk about real estate, primarily residential, occasionally uh, commercial real estate. But it's, it's basic information for you, the consumer, whether you're looking to buy or sell a home for the first time or if, even if you haven't done it in quite a while. The market is very different today than it was three years ago, 10 years ago, 25 years ago. Um, it's actually right now because of interest rates and pricing very different than it was even the beginning of the year, six, 12 months ago, okay? Um, you know, the market is always changing, just like our economy. Uh, it doesn't stay the same, and that's a good thing, okay? Um, if you haven't been reading the headlines or you're not aware of what's been going on in the real estate market the past few years, it's been extremely volatile. And by volatile, I mean strong, going up. You think you've peaked with values, and oh, wait, values increase even further. Okay, Um, and even when interest rates went up, we were still experiencing lots of increases in property values, significant increases, also known as equity accumulation. Okay, so what a house was worth last year, the value increases, it accumulates equity uh, without the homeowner doing anything to the property, just based on the fundamentals of supply and demand. Okay. If you have questions and you'd like to call in or comment or you want to disagree with me, give us a ring, 401-769-0600. If you're outside of the state of Rhode Island, 1-800-949-9674. We welcome your calls, comments, thoughts, anything you want to share with us. And uh, we'll do our best to answer those questions or address your concerns. Okay. So the market has been uh, very volatile and the interest rates are pretty much across the board over 6% right now, okay? So whether you're looking at, um, you know, buying or refinancing, if it's a single-family home, a multifamily home, um, a condominium, an investment property, all of the these types of loans have, a, have interest rates that are pretty much over 6%, unless, of course, you're uh, buying down the rate, Okay, so I'm just I just pulled up uh, my go to bankrate.com, which has the interest rates from from lots of different mortgage companies. And if we're looking and then when I quote interest rates, it's for a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. Now, for perspective, the historic average. 
for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 8%. Okay, 8%. So today, you know, we have high interest rates. Okay, let's see. And we're going to find one where there's no buy-down. All right. Um, and let's see because I haven't found anything with no buy-down for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. But the, I've seen rates with buying it down, paying 1.897 points, which basically means for a $374,000 mortgage, you're going to pay about, um, you're going to pay a lot of money. You're going to pay $6,777 to get a rate of 6.5%. Okay. If you didn't pay that much money, your interest rate would be even higher. Okay. Now, if you were to get a 15-year mortgage, you could get a rate in the range of 5.75. That's, uh, let's see. Yeah. Now, there's one company for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Uh, you can get a 5.5% interest rate. Now, again, that's buying down, which means basically giving the bank interest payments up front. Um, you're just basically paying them for all of their fees when you purchase the house as opposed to over the term of the loan. So you're buying your interest rate down. Uh, you know, essentially, the bank is going to make their money and you're going to pay for it. Now, we could have an uh, academic argument as to whether it's better to buy the rate down now or wait. Now, one side of the argument would be, well, why buy it down now Let's say you're going to get a six point, and I don't see any rates here without points, but let's just say it's 6.75. So you're going to get a 6.75, maybe one, two, three, four, five years down the road, you can refinance it. What you'd have to do is you'd have to, you know, take out the calculator and do the math and say, okay, if I'm going to have to pay close to $7,000 to buy this interest rate down, how much money am I saving every month? How many months is it going to take me to equal that $7,000? Okay, so if you do all the math and you can, you're going to make up that $7,000 in four or five years, that's very different than if you're going to make up all of that interest in eight, nine, or ten years. Okay, um, and then you'd have to make a decision. Do I think that interest rates are going to be lower than this in that time frame? Okay. Now, none of us have a crystal ball, so a lot of it is guesswork. One way to kind of um, beat the system is to pay extra on your mortgage. Okay. Um, now, we, you know, our sponsors, one of our great sponsors is Beacon Title and Escrow. Anthony Betancourt is the managing partner, and Rich Nicholson is the attorney partner. And one of the things Anthony always explains to my buyers at the cl closing is the value of paying a little bit extra every month on your mortgage. Now, ideally, what you want to do is you want to try and make 13 payments in a 12-month year. So if it's paying an extra one-twelfth every month or, it, you know, at some point during the year, just making it up so you spend, you pay an extra payment. And then when you do that, you designate, you communicate to the bank that those monies, those extra dollars are going towards your principal balance. If you do that every year, you can take four, five, six years off of the 
term of your loan. So instead of it being a 30-year mortgage, it's going to be perhaps a 26-year mortgage or a 25-year mortgage, which means essentially if you were paying, we'll keep it easy, say you're paying $2,000 a month, so that's $24,000 a year. So if you're cutting five years off of your loan, you're saving five times 24,000 bucks. Serious dollars, okay? It makes sense to try and do that. Pay a little bit extra every month or every year so that you do not have all of those, you don't carry the loan for the full 30 years. That's how you can basically beat uh, the system, all right? Um, because when you do one of the, the daunting uh, documents that you look at when you buy a home is the amortization schedule. And you look at the last payment and you see how much interest the bank is going to earn on your mortgage over the term of the 30, the, over the 30-year term. Okay, uh, and that's very a very big number, and it usually makes people shake their head. Okay, um, the way around that is to pay a little extra every month or every year, uh, at least one extra payment per year, so that way you will cut the term. Okay, folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 on the AM dial. Give us a call, 769-0600 in Rhode Island, 1-800-949-9674 outside of Rhode Island. I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsors, G Metz Moving and Storage. George Metz is... uh, one of the owners of the company, a friend of mine, they do a fantastic job. Give them a call, 401-383-6399. That's GMS Moving and Storage. You can hire them to move your belongings, whether it's moving furniture from one side of the house to another, whether it's taking the furniture out of your house while you're having your floors done, they'll store it for you, or moving your, your belongings from point A to point B. GMET's Moving and Storage, 401-383-6399. That's the number. Please give them a call and mention the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. My clients that hire them are never dissatisfied. Okay, 401-383-6399, GMET's Moving and Storage. I also want to thank John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. They have been a sponsor of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show from the get-go. And we are in our eighth year. John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team does a fantastic job. Uh, If you're thinking about refinancing, give them a call. 401-321-4401. 401-321-4401. And, you know, they are fantastic. We are actually, they can do VA loans, USDA loans, Rhode Island housing loans, um, conventional loans, and reverse mortgages. If you are listening to this show... About a month ago, we had uh, Heath LaFort and Bonnie Gilbert on the show, and we were talking about reverse mortgages and that we were going to be doing a webinar. Well, guess what, folks? This Thursday at 6 p.m., we are going live with a webinar on reverse mortgages. You can check us out on Facebook. If you do a search for it, it's open to the public. It's uh, reverse mortgages. Uh, look, You can search my name, Joe Luca. You can look for Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, uh, Bonnie Gilbert, um, you'll find it a multitude of ways. But we're going to have a webinar about reverse mortgages. Reverse mortgages are very different today than they were 10 or 15 years ago. There are a lot of protections in there for the homeowner so that you are not in a situation if property values drop that you owe them money, them being the bank. 
You know, reverse mortgages are a great opportunity if you are over 62 and a half uh, that you can essentially, and you have a mortgage payment, you can essentially make it so you do not have a mortgage payment. You continue to work. You see, save all of your money. You don't have to use your, your monies to pay your mortgage every month. Because that's the beauty of a reverse mortgage. You could also, if you have the, the, enough equity in your home, let's say you wanted to buy another house. And you didn't want to have to play the game of waiting and going out and to, um, you know, bidding wars with other folks. And you wanted to pay cash. You could use a reverse mortgage to access the equity in your current home to go out get the cash and then buy another home cash and then you sell home number one and you already have home number two because there are no time constraints you can get a reverse mortgage and you can sell the house in six months or 16 years or you can pass away in 25 years reverse mortgages are really really great tools and financial advisors many of the more astute financial advisors see the value in these great um mortgage products. But we're putting one of those webinars together with the John Dolbeck team, Heath Lafort, myself, and Bonnie Gilbert from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation this Thursday. If you want to reach out to John to get pre-approved for a mortgage or anyone on his team, including Denora Hernandez and uh, Denora Sabra Español, um, 401-321-4401, that's the number for the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. <clears throat> and excuse me, our next sponsor is Vern Rainville Public Adjuster. Now, Vern, Vern's been around for a long time. He was a contractor before he was a public adjuster. And you may say, Joe, what's a public adjuster? Well, a public adjuster is an insurance adjuster who works for the homeowner, not the insurance company. Okay, so now we are in, we just had, we've had a lot of rain the past couple of weeks. We've made up for all the rain we didn't get over the summer. It seems like we, we got it all within the past month. We're also in hurricane season. And we see, uh, by putting the news on, uh, the damage that was done in Puerto Rico from a hurricane. If you have any damage from storm damage or tree falls on your you know roof or anything like that, leakage, um, Vern Rainville is the guy to call because he is a public insurance adjuster and he works for you, the homeowner. But you have to give him a call, 484-300-8495. That's Vern Rainville, 484-300-8495. And yes, it's not a 401 area code, but he does live right here in northern Rhode Island. So he's close by and he's very responsive, 484 3008495 is the number for Vern Rainville Public Insurance Adjuster. All right, so I want to thank again all of our sponsors. If you do give them a call, please mention that you heard about them on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. We would appreciate that. And um, I want to move on to some other news about the uh, real estate market. Actually, this isn't news, this is information. And I want, you know, we were talking before the show, and uh, Johnny J.R. said, what is, you know, you talk about real estate. Well, does that mean that there's something called fake estate, that there's something that's not real when it comes to real estate? Okay, and the reason that we are talking about that is because real estate is the land, okay? Chattel 
is what everything else is. So there's real property and then there's chattel property. Chattel is a catch-all category associated with movable goods. So I'm here in the studio. We have a computer monitor. We've got the desk. We have the keyboards. Um, you know, we have a clock. We've got telephone. These are all movable goods. That is what chattel property is. Okay. Um, something else. Um, you're welcome. Okay. Thank you, Johnny. Um, and this isn't based on common law, which is where we get our uh, laws from. Uh, chattel includes all property other than real property. So chattel includes leases, animals, money. Um, and in modern times, chattel usually refers to other tangible, uh, tangible goods as well. Okay. So the official definition of real estate, okay, is, um, bear with me here because I'm going to get it straight from the source and read it to you. Here we go. So real estate in English common law, real property real estate, immovable property, or solely in the U.S., realty. That's a word that's only available or only used in the United States is realty. Um, uh, is land which is the property of some person and all structures integrated with or affixed to the land, including crops, buildings, machinery, wells, dams, ponds, mines, canals, and roads, among other things. And among those other things are mineral rights and air rights. Okay. So these, that's what real property is. That's the definition of real property. So when you're looking at, you're looking to buy a home and you drive up to the property and you see that it is a colonial, that colonial house is an improvement on the property. Okay. It's considered part of the real property, but it is an improvement to the real property. It is Generally speaking, not movable. The land is definitely not movable. Of course, there are cases where we have, and we collectively, society, have moved buildings. But the, the improvement, the house or the building that could be moved is still not considered chattel, even though it uh, is on occasion being moved and is movable. Okay, so that's uh, your real estate lesson of the day. And again, it's thanks to uh, the great producer here at WNRIJR, Johnny JR. Uh, thank you very much for going over that um, and getting back to the real estate market. So we were talking about interest rates and I'm very, I can't count the number of times that I'm asked, how's the market doing with interest rates going up? Are things slowing down? Are property values dropping? And the answer is things are still very strong, very vibrant. Okay. Um, we do not have enough homes to sell. We still do not have more 300 home, excuse me, 300 multifamily homes to sell in the state of Rhode Island for the whole state. Okay. Single families, very low. Condominiums, very low numbers. So people say, well, Joe, but interest rates are going up. Isn't that going to make property values come down? Well, property values, the value of, of a piece of property or anything is driven by the demand for that item. And we have so many more buyers than sellers right now that even if 
10, 15, 20% of those buyers just disappeared. They lose their job. They no longer qualify because interest rates have gone up so they can't afford to buy a home based on their current income and their down payment. If 20% of them went away, we would probably still be in a situation where we wouldn't be approaching a balanced market as far as inventory, we would, which means we would still have more demand, more buyers than sellers. Okay, so does it stink that when interest rates go up, a lot of people, the, the dream, uh, the American dream of home ownership is just pushed that much further away? Yeah, that, that's unfortunate. That's terrible. Um, however, we have been in such a sustained market of tight inventory I think it's actually big picture, you know, the view from 10,000 feet, not a bad thing that we let the market cool off for a little bit. So raising interest rates is one way to do that. If the Fed continues to raise short-term interest rates, okay, the Fed does not raise mortgage interest rates. Let's just, you know, get that out there. We've said this in the past. When the Fed raises their interest rates, that directly impacts short-term interest rates like car loans, credit cards, short-term loans. It indirectly impacts mortgages because now if someone is paying more every month for their car payment and their credit cards, they have less money, less disposable income to qualify for a mortgage. You know, you have what's called one of the things that, um, you know, mortgage lenders like John Dolbeck and Heath Lafort and Denora Hernandez and Don Miller at North Point Bank and um, all of my other mortgage friends. One of the things that they look at is your debt to income. Okay. And it's the debt to your gross income, not your net income. So let's say you make, to keep it simple, uh, $10,000 a month. And we're looking at monthly numbers. And let's say you have. $3,500 in bills, okay, your debt to income would be 35% because 35% of your income is going to pay bills. Now, if that's the number before your mortgage is calculated in, then they have to add that up. And depending on the type of mortgage you get, um, that would dictate how high that debt number can go. So if it can go up, to, if it's up to 42, if it's up to 46, 49, 50, 50.5, 50.6. These are, you know, there are all different cutoffs for different types of mortgages. VA loans, USDA loans, FHA loans, Freddie Mac loans, conventional loans, portfolio loans. These are all different types of mortgage products that have different guidelines that the lenders have to adhere to. Okay, so if your debt payments other than a mortgage go up too high, you're not going to qualify for a mortgage anymore. So a quick uh, tip, if you want to buy a home in the next now six months, 12 months, try to pay down all of your debts as much as possible. So your monthly payments are minimized or eliminated. Do not do anything like go out and buy a car before you get a mortgage. Okay. Do not go out. Do not go out and buy lots of furniture at one of the big box or at any furniture store where you don't have to make payments for several years, because that's still going to count as a debt. All right. If you are thinking that you want to buy a home, 
first thing you need to do is give me a call. You know, I give everyone else's number on this show, and I, I forget to give my number sometimes. But the best number you can reach me at right now is 401-409-5030, 409-5030. Uh, give me a call. And I can answer any questions that you have. And this is just a kind of an overview of mortgages. I'm not a mortgage guy. I'm a real estate guy. But one thing I know for sure is that if you do not control your debts, your payments, you will not qualify for a mortgage. Okay? So you want to keep that, keep a lid on your debts. Short-term interest rates going up. That's how they can be the bugaboo for whether or not you'll qualify for a mortgage. Okay. Um, long-term interest rates, you know, the things that impact mortgages, okay, ultimately it's the lenders that set the rates. The lenders set the rates on a, on a number of factors um, that are too, too kind of wonky to get into them uh, you know, today on this show, we don't have enough time to. But there are a number of factors. Excuse me, I have to sneeze. Excuse me about that. Um, allergies. <clears throat> so, yes, um, lenders set the interest rates for mortgages. They look at a lot of factors that have to do with the economy at large, where they think the economy is going, if there is going to be increases on unemployment. They need to figure out, all right, listen, you know, there are... All of these people that are working, we feel that the uh, you know the interest, the unemployment rate right now is, I believe, it's three point nine percent. If they think it's going to go up to five percent or six percent, they need to factor in how that could adversely impact their loan portfolio. Okay, so if they have a thousand loans out, and the interest and the unemployment rate goes up an additional two percent. How many loans are they going to have to for uh, are going to go bad that they would have to foreclose on those properties? So then they factor in their losses and then they determine what the interest rates need to go up to to potentially cover or mitigate any potential loss. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so that's kind of a very you know basic uh, rudimentary explanation. But I don't want to bore everybody and have you turn off your radio before, you know, we go into all the other details. But let it suffice that rates don't always, mortgage rates don't always increase when the Fed funds rate increases. In fact, a couple of times this year when the Fed funds rate increased, mortgage rates dropped. Or they went up and then they dropped. Or they went down and then they went up. So there's not a direct correlation between increasing mortgage rates or decreasing mortgage rates and the Fed funds rate. There is a correlation between uh, the unemployment rate and mortgage interest rates. If you look at history, okay? Um, then that, there's also something else called inflation that play, comes into play as well. Now, one of the challenging things that we're experiencing right now is our inflation rate is over 8%. And in certain segments of the economy, it's 20, 30, 45%. So that is really impacting the amount of disposable income that people have to pay bills and to pay a mortgage. We're very fortunate in this country that unemployment is still low. People are still working. Unfortunately, because of inflation, 
many times the increase in wages is being more than wiped out by inflation. So if you get a 4% raise, but inflation is 8%, you're 4% in the hole. That's not a good place to be. So one of the things that everyone can agree on, regardless of, of your political affiliation, is that we need to get inflation under control. Now, I'm kind of a, a, a nerd guy, I'm economics guy, and there's one way to do it, which is uh, to try to do it, which is what the Fed is doing by raising interest rates. And that's what um, Paul Volcker did back in the 70s and early 80s. And he just raised interest rates, has kept raising them higher and higher to get the economy to, to cool off because inflation was so high, was so significant. Inflation is basically when you have a lot of people spending a lot of money and it's pushing the demand is really high so it's pushing prices higher there are some other things that push it higher as well government spending we're not going to get into that now but raising interest rates paul volcker back in the 70s late 70s and 80s was really trying to bring it down and he raised interest rates up into the high double digits i mean 18 19 percent what's very different now compared to then is we have, as a nation, a huge amount of debt. If interest rates go too high, we will not be able to pay that debt. So it is my personal opinion that the Fed is not going to raise interest rates anywhere near those numbers. Not that they would have to, because I don't think the economy is like it was back in the 70s. Because it's very different now. Rates will go higher. Are they going to hit the historic average of 8% for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage? I don't know. I, I don't think so. But one thing I do know for sure, even if they do hit 8%, for everyone out there that's paying rent, you're paying 100% interest when you're paying rent. Because at the end of the year, look at all the money you spent on rent. You have nothing to show for it other than a roof over your head. Whereas if you have a mortgage, even if it's at 6, 7, 8, 9%, at the end of the year, you have a roof over your head that you own. Okay. Now, I know not everyone and fewer people than last week today with the increase in increase in interest rates, fewer people today can afford to buy or qualify to buy a home. That is not a reason to dismiss it as an impossibility. And I try to convey this because there are a lot of different ways to put a transaction together. And I have helped clients put transactions together that they did not think they would be able to pull off what you have to do though is you'd have to give me a call your humble realtor Joe Luca at Remax Preferred 401-409-5030 and we can talk have a very frank conversation because one thing that I am if nothing else is I am honest I will give you honest answers and if you if you absolutely there's no way you can get a home I'll, I'll tell you 
you know, I will let you know that this is not in the cards right now. You're going to have to go out and either get a second job um, or get a partner or whatever we, you know, we can try and put together. <clears throat> but I will be honest. I will. I don't blow smoke. I uh, live in a place called reality. And I'll give you options for how you can get from point A to point B so that you can buy a home. You may choose not to, um, you know, exercise those options. But usually there may be an opportunity to do something. If not today, maybe in six months or a year. And that's one of the reasons why I like working with great partners like John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Mortgage, 401-321-4401. Because I can call John up and I can say, hey, John, listen, I've got this buyer this is the situation. Do you have any products, any mortgage products or any suggestions that we could make so that we could get this person into a home? And John will put his thinking cap on and look at all the products he has, talk to his partners and give me an answer. There are a lot of other local lenders who do that as well. Typically, when you go to one of the big institutional lenders and national lenders, they don't do that for you. Okay, that's just not, nah, you don't qualify for a mortgage, Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith, Ms. Smith. They don't say, well, you know, if you could do A, B, C, and D, we have this other product over here that you could qualify for. You know, most of these institutional lenders, they only work with one type of a product okay it's a, a Fannie Mae type product but there are other types of loans available mortgage loans available and I'm not talking about um, crazy interest only payments you know balloon mortgages things like that um, you know reverse equity nothing like that um, there are a lot of other options available not everyone knows about them I do because all real estate is my life. I've been in the business a long time. I read and study the market and the industry daily. I look for deals on MLS every day. I'm always searching. I'm always reading. But that's, you know, when you're a full-time realtor, that's what you do. Full service. So if I have clients who, oh, Joe, who should I call for uh, to do some painting in my new house? Oh, call KBR Contracting. Give Karen a call. Here's her number. <clears throat> I need to get my septic system serviced. Who should I call? Oh, give Schofield a call. Give Koya a call. Here's her number. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, so there are a lot of services and there's a lot of value that I bring to a transaction because of my experience and my knowledge and also my resourcefulness. You know, I, I was at a I took a class today, a realtor class, and it was on safety and self-defense. Um, and safety, you know, how to identify potential problems when we go into a home or with a, you know a client um, if it's, you know, you know, child trafficking, things like that. I'm actually going to have, uh, hopefully we'll have these folks on in a couple of weeks or in a couple of months on the show. 
um, to talk more about it. But, um, you know, that was one of the things we took on our class today. The reason I mentioned that is because at that class, I saw a friend of mine, another realtor at the class, and we were talking. And she said, Joe, she's like, you know, you were president of the Rhode Island Association of Realtors. Did, did you get anything out of it? Did it really? Did it help your business? And I said, you know, it didn't really, it didn't directly help my business by helping me do more business. But what it did do is it gave me an opportunity to hang out with a lot of other great realtors in this state. And then when I go to conferences from across the country and around the world. And, of course, what do you do? You, you'll talk shop. You have horror stories that you share with each other. And it's a fantastic opportunity from the, to learn from the experiences of other realtors. It doesn't matter if they're from my friend in Lincoln, Nebraska, friends in Missouri, friends in Texas, friends in Wisconsin. Everything is more alike than it is different. And that's the value that I, that I received from my volunteer leadership as president of the Northern Rhode Island Board and then the Rhode Island Association of Realtors. So I encourage all realtors, get involved, volunteer, get out of committee. If you want to, you know, volunteer more into getting into a leadership position. Now, of course, the leadership positions, it's much more, um, you know, there's a lot, a bigger commitment time-wise. And you need to really be fully engaged intellectually and uh, mentally. And because when you're in leadership, the association or the local board relies on your input for its future viability. And, you know, that's one of the reasons, one of the best things that I got out of volunteering in leadership at the local and the state level. And even now at the national level, I'm on, you know, a couple of national committees. Um, you know, it's very, very rewarding and it makes me a better realtor for my clients. So that's how my clients benefit by my the time I dedicate to my uh, my profession, to my career. Okay. So if you're a part-time realtor, you're not going to, you know, you don't have all that time to dedicate to the career. You don't have all the brain energy, mental, intellectual to dedicate to real estate. I'm very fortunate. You know, when I started, I thought I could do this part-time, but it became quickly apparent that that's not possible. You can't do it part-time. You, I mean, you can try, but if, there are, if you're on a team or if you have other, you know, you're working with a group of people or you have someone, you're, you know, uh, you know the, a mentor relationship, yes, then you can do part-time. And, and you, just because you're very productive doing lots of transactions, it doesn't mean that you are... Um, necessarily a good realtor it just means you're productive okay i just always point out if you have a realtor that's doing 75 transactions a year and another realtor who does one or two transactions a year they both have the same amount of liability on each transaction it's not like oh i only do two two transactions per year so i don't have as much liability no on each of those two transactions you have the same liability if you make a mistake as the person who does 75 a year, but for 75 transactions a year. But who do you think is less likely to make a mistake? The one who knows, who has more experience doing it, who's seen hurdles, problems, challenges. You know, I have three transactions right now that, you know, they're, they're major brush fires that we're trying to extinguish. And if I didn't have a lot of the experience I have and the resources that I have, um, you know, people to pull in to try and resolve situations, these deals might fall apart and people might lose money. It wouldn't be, quote unquote, my fault. 
but me going the extra yard and working hard, being dedicated to my clients helps them receive maximum value from their real estate transaction. And that's what my goal is, okay? Um, I love what I do. It's very rewarding helping people buy and sell homes, whether it's as a residence or an investment. It's very rewarding. Um, if you have any questions, any stories you want to share, 401-769-0600 or 1-800-949-9674, I will answer your questions. You can also text them to me after the show, 401-409-5030. All right, 401-409-5030. You can reach out. Um, but yeah, you know, I love what I do. I'm, I'm very dedicated to the profession. Um, and it is a life. It's not just a job. I mean, I say I love my job, but it is my life. <clears throat> and I'm always reading. I'm listening to podcasts all the time. Uh, for You know, I have my own real estate coach. I confer with my colleagues at my office and, and in other offices, um, and we share ideas. You know, if I have a question, gee, how do you think, you know, what would be a different way to market this property? Or, you know, I have a buyer that has this situation. What would you suggest? And people do the same thing with me. They ask me, Joe, how would you handle this? And this is what I would do. I get calls, you know, several calls a week from folks who ask my opinion on things. And I'm glad that they trust me, you know, and I try to give them uh, without providing, you know, I'm not their broker, so I don't give them that type of information, but basically just helping answer questions for them. Okay. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 AM. You can also listen to us on the wide world web at WNRI.com. And um, you can check us out on Facebook Live if we're Facebook friends. And that's even after the show ends. Okay. Um, but some of the other things that I do as well, you know, for my clients is I offer concierge services. So I touched on it before. If it's, oh, you need a painter, you need a, a septic uh, guy, you need someone to do paving, you need someone to do landscaping. Services, Joe, what should I do for, you know, my electrical services? Well, these are your options. You could go with uh, Rhode Island Energy or you could go with this company or that company. Uh, you know, Internet services, we have relationships with different companies we can help you with. Um, you know, secure home security, ID security. You know, there are a lot of different products and services um, that we offer to our clients because we work with folks who do a good job and who represent uh, represent us, me, well, the Joe Luca Realtor brand, and they take care of my clients well, all right, because that's the name of the game. You know, I've had contractors say, oh, Joe, yeah, you know, if you send me some business, I'll give you a kickback on the back. No, I don't want that. I just want you to take care of my client, give them a fair price and great service. That's all I want. So when I recommend a contractor, I'm not recommending that contractor because I get a commission when they paint your house or when they pave your driveway. That's not the way the game works with Joe Luca. Okay? I refer business because they do a good job and they take care of my clients well. And if because if I referred business to someone and they didn't do a good job, the client's going to remember that that bad experience is going to be reflective of me, and that's going to be associated with me, that negative experience. So I don't want that. I don't want 
negative experiences to be that I have no control over to be a reflection on me because I've been working for over 10 years in my career to build a strong, solid brand, the Joe Luca Realtor brand. I don't want that to be tarnished by nonsense. It's certainly not going to be tarnished by real estate commissions. You know, I never let a commission get in the way of a transaction. Now, a commission is how I earn my living, but if it comes up that something happens, you know, usually the realtor is myself and the other realtor. There are things we can do to help mitigate any adverse impact on our clients. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, you've got, um, you know, when you're going to be buying or selling real estate, you have a choice. What, who you want to use for a realtor. And I tell everyone, you know, use a full-time realtor. And if it's a part-timer, make sure they're working on a team or they have a mentor. Um, because, you know, especially if you're in a situation like we are in today, where, you know, a lot of times a house comes on the market and then they're showing it Thursday night. And then your client calls you up and says, oh, can I see this house? And they're showing it Thursday night. If I can't get there, you know, or let's say it's Thursday afternoon, I can't get there Thursday afternoon or Thursday night because I'm working, my client may miss that opportunity to buy the house. Okay. My working is my clients. So if they want to see the house this afternoon, I'm in my office working, I can take a break from my real estate work to go show real estate. If I were working for someone else, I may not have that flexibility. Okay. You know, I mean, this is something I feel very passionate about. A lot of my colleagues across the country and in Rhode Island do too. And I know there are some folks who say, well, you know, there are a lot of good part-time realtors. There are. There, there are lots of good part-time realtors. And I know some of them and they're friends of mine. But, you know, the old thing, you can only do one thing 100%. You can only do one thing 100%. You know, I can't work at Acme Manufacturing and Joe Luca Realtor. I can't do both 100% because it's impossible. It's a mathematical impossibility. Something is going to, uh, you know, get, get the shaft. It's going to lose out. And I don't want to do that because this is your largest, the largest financial transaction of most people's life, buying and selling a home. And that's why when I have, I, you know, someone, they contact me from my website, joelucarealtor.com, and they say they want to buy a house. And I say, oh, well, you know, what's your time frame? They say, well, no, I'm not ready to do it right now, Joe. I want to wait till January or February. But no worries. No worries. What we'll do is, if it's okay with you, do you want to start learning now so when you, when you are ready to buy, you'll have the knowledge and the understanding of the market so that you can make a good decision? Is, would you like to do that, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer? And they usually say yes. Yeah. So I start the educational process now, and then when they're ready, we start to look for the house. The educational process could be looking at houses on MLS. It could be documents or videos that I send. There are a lot of different things that factor into education. Part of the educational process could be getting a mortgage pre-approval and learning what you can do so that you qualify for a better interest rate. Because if you have a better interest rate, 
your payments are going to be less. And then it makes it easier to afford your home or if you wanted, if you needed to buy a bigger home or in a better part of town, a better neighborhood, you could, you could do that. But that's part of the educational process. If you're a tenant, you know, you're paying rent right now. We can work on things so that you can start saving some money. You know, I can give you advice on what bills to pay off. I have partners that work with me to help my clients improve their credit. Okay? In some instances, we can get this done at no charge. All you have to do as a client, of course, is do what they say. So if they say, okay, sorry, you have to do A, B, C, and D... You need to do A, B, C, and D, not just A and B or A and C or D and, you know, C and D. You need to do it all. If you do that within six months, maybe 12 months, whatever it is, you'll qualify for a mortgage. And then you can participate in the American dream. If that mortgage is for a condominium or a multifamily or a single family, if it's for a 900 square foot mid-century ranch, or if it's for a 3,000 square foot colonial, whatever it is, it's the American dream. And you're paying your mortgage, not the landlord's mortgage. And I was talking with my, um, my mother the other day, and I was pointing this out, you know, how it makes so much sense for folks to buy real estate because homeowners have a net worth that's 30 to 35 times greater than renters. Now, not everybody should be a homeowner. Some people, for whatever reason, financial, physical, or otherwise, they shouldn't be a homeowner because it doesn't make sense for them. So I'm not saying we need to have 100% homeownership. But everybody that can own a home and wants to own a home should be able to own a home, buy a home. You know, me, Joe Luca Realtor, and my team of vendor partners... Our goal is to make you, the consumer, our client, a homeowner. Because it's not that difficult. Everything is a series of steps, and we can help you determine what you need to do to get that done. To buy a home. Because if you don't set up a plan and you don't have goals and objectives... One year, two years, five years, ten years, and you're still renting. Look back at all the money you spent and rent. After a period of five or ten years, that's real money. Okay. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 AM. You can catch us on WNRI.com as well. Um, we are going to be back next week. I think we're going to have a surprise guest next week. Uh, so it's going to be a surprise because it's going to be one of two people. I'm not sure which one it will be, but, um, we will have a guest for you next week that I guarantee. And, um, you know, what we want to do is, you know, my goal is always to provide information that's helpful to large segments of the population, the potential home buying and home selling consumer. So I talk about a lot of general things and I try to drive certain messages home all the time because it will save you, potentially save you money and it will definitely make your real estate transaction 
proceed more smoothly. You know, last week we had Sam Alba on as our guest from Remax Innovations. He's the broker owner of that company. You know, Sam's a buddy of mine. Um, he used to work for my my friend Dean Detonincourt at um, Home Smart Professionals, and then Sam went off and start you know started his own company, a Remax company, and um, he's doing great. I like to you know. Share the wealth, spread it around, let other good realtors get exposure too. So I had him come on and we talked about the industry and he shared his information. Sam Alba, A-L-B-A, Remax Innovations. Okay. Uh, One of the things we also talked about last week was it was election day and Sam was uh, actually had come here from helping out a candidate for mayor in Providence. And, uh, that's something that we, as realtors, you know, if you're a realtor, real estate is your business, um, is your, it's our occupation, but politics needs to be our, like an avocation. You need to be involved because politicians may do things directly or indirectly that could harm someone's ability to buy or own or sell Real estate, making it more difficult, making it more expensive. People should not be precluded from owning their own home. Whatever their background is, race, creed, religion, ethnicity, everyone should be able to buy a home and should not be precluded from that. All right, folks, we are coming up to the end of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. We will be back next week again right here in WNRI at 6 p.m. And coming up next, of course, is Rick Mernia with the Old Time Preaching Ministry. Uh, You can get your spiritual guidance from Rick. Listen to the values and the moral-based lessons that he shares. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. WNRI, one socket.